up and get out of bed. Don't delay your sleepy head. Grab a seat on the couch. Listen to what we're talking about in a Saturday morning pajamas. Hello and welcome. Pour yourself a bowl of cereal, grab a spot on the couch, and join us in our Saturday morning pajamas. I'm your host, Jax, and tonight I'm joined by the lovely AJ. I'm also known as the Lapsed Geek. As we bring you a new segment, we're not doing movies this week, no. We are doing our video game vacation. What is this, you ask? Well, we're going to talk about video games. And we're totally not stalking out three Pokestops playing Pokemon Go at the moment while we're recording this. Totally not. I'm totally not just sitting here throwing a Pokeball at a knitter and male. Yeah. So, totally not. So, let's get started. Um, we want, this episode is going to be just basically a brief introduction about us and our history of gaming. Um, we'll have more um, specific games we'll talk about in the future. Um, we're probably going to do this once every couple weeks or so. Uh, just to see how popular, we'll see how popular it is and go from there. Um, but first, so let's ask AJ. AJ, what was your first video game console that you remember? Uh, my first, technically my, my first console was the NES. The first console I played, however, that was an Atari 2600. Whose Atari was it? Uh, it was my brother's. Okay. Yay for awesome siblings, Lane. You actually play their systems. Yeah. My first console... Um, okay, the first one I personally bought and purchased... I can't remember. It was either a original Game Boy, like the big bulky gray one, uh, or a Super Nintendo that I bought secondhand. That was the first one I purchased... Um, the first one I actually played on was the Intellivision, and that belonged to my dad. I say belonged because he loaned it to me some years ago. Uh, he thinks he loaned it to me. He ain't <laughs> getting it back. No, he's not getting that thing back. That baby been mine. Yep. Uh, and I would say the console I have the most fond memories on actually isn't either of those. It was Nintendo 64. Oh, if we're going by fond memories... That's the net, yeah. Yeah, my... The, my fondest console, Poo. you know, there are so many great ones, but I'd have to say probably the, I'd have to go with you on the 64, that was my fondest memories, it got, gave me most of my great multiplayer moments, and... Goldeneye? Uh, Goldeneye had some good ones, I actually had a lot more fun with the games, some of the games that people really didn't play a lot of, um... It wasn't multiplayer, but I loved Quest 64. That was one of my favorite ones. Um, I loved Blast Core. Blast Core is one of those earlier rare titles in the 64 lifespan where they didn't really know how to code for the system just yet, and they were kind of seemed like they were trying to get away from the um, platforming genre that they were getting really popular with. So cool. My. Line was GoldenEye. That was family bonding time with my brother, my dad, and me. Uh, we'd be sitting there playing. Dad would complain that we played all day, so that's why we were that good. No, we just <laughs> happened to remember where the armor um, and the gun spawn. It's not that hard to remember. And, uh, you know, we don't need to give you a 15 whatever handicap so you can never die. And uh, on top of that, I still remember our step. I'm telling us, you can only play for an hour a day. <laughs> right, right. We're all playing. We hear the garage door. Each of us had our own special uh, move. One person would turn off the TV, put the 64 away. One person 
would be putting my dad's chair back because he pulled the chair from the kitchen because he didn't want to sit on the floor like us heathens or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'd all get set, so she'd come in the house like, hi, watching TV. Totally. Oh, yeah, and then, you know, there's totally not the one that's on the lookout in case no one else hears it, the one that goes, come on, she's here. Oh, no, we were all too busy playing the game. Um, this scout system also gave us Mario Kart, which was just great. I, I may not be the best at it anymore, <laughs> but... You try being half blind, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I remember just a fond memory I have is where me and my dad are playing a game, a race, and I have a can of soda. I take a sip of the soda, still playing the game and still beating him in the race and him just being, that's not fair. Yeah, I remember one of my, when I first got my 64, I think I was in eighth grade uh, or I could have been in seventh grade. But it was either one of those two years, probably my probably seventh grade. Um, that would have been '96, so right around when it first released. Maybe it was '97. But anyway, uh, first game I ha- I owned was um, Mario Kart. Uh, I came home from school one day and my grandmother had it on the bed for me. Yay, Grandma! Yep. She's awesome. Yep. Not just for that, but she's awesome. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. So, now I want to go into just like a little brief history of us and gaming. I know we've given a little bit of input here. Um, but before we do, I want to take a quick break, hear a word from one or two of our, our fellow podcasters, and then we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, this is Bill. This is Phineas. And together, we're the Tattooed Bananas. We do a comedy podcast, and on our comedy podcast, we talk about all kinds of wacky crap, like... Nutscaping. I'll tuck you in tonight. Turning your funeral into a funeral. Can I have an ice pop? Can I have a candy? Dick fishing, furniture banging, and so much more. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and connect with us with the Potter and Family hashtag on Twitter. Yeah, don't forget to check out the Instagram. Throw a bag of bagels at someone's head. wonder when spider-man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers you ever wonder why superman wears his underwear outside of his pants my name is imran my name is anthony he's the jock and he's the nerd and we're your hosts for the jock and nerd podcast where we sometimes try to attempt to answer these questions this is a full spoiler podcast and we swear a lot check it out for awesome geek news interviews and comic book reviews visit jockandnerd.com we are your superhero tv movies and comic book culture curators boom jockandnerd.com jockandnerd and we're back. Okay, so I'm going to start, and then AJ will go, because AJ actually has a little bit more to say. <laughs> <laughs> so my history of gaming. There is a photo of me when I was three years old trying to play the Intellivision. TV wasn't on, but that's not the point. <laughs> but that just goes back to show how far back I have. we had gaming. I remember specifically when I was in kindergarten, We that's when we picked up the original Nintendo Entertainment System. My dad loved games by the fact that we had Intellivision. That should tell you. That's what he spent his money on before he had kids. There, there was quite a few games there, and I can see the copyright dates on those, so I know how he spent money. Now, what we... Sorry, my phone popped up on something. We're recording on there. <laughs> so that just goes back to show. I remember coming home from school and playing Zelda. I remember on some points having to ask my dad for help because I was five or six at the time, and, uh, you know, it was, it was a big map, and all this stuff. My dad, 
though, Mr. You're telling us we're cheating. He would take like graph paper and actually draw out the map. Well, but but the thing is, you got to keep in mind Zelda's the perfect game for that. It's so, it's so grid based that it's perfect that you can just pull out graph paper and grid it out. But you got also keep in mind history of gaming. That's kind of what people did with old games. Oh yeah, no, no, and that's just where it started, and that that did come along later on when I had other games I would take notes on. It's hard keeping track of all those Farmville crops. Kidding, kidding, <laughs> kidding. Yeah, no, uh, she, she's actually. When she's bring when she says that she's kidding, she's actually talking about, you know, marking out. Oh yeah, I need to do this in Monkey Island to do this to do that to do that. No, that's not what I did for Monkey Island. Mm-hmm. I used the 1995 internet to go and download cheats. Yes, you did. <laughs> Some of them were a little difficult, and I'm tell I had this was this was a prodigy era internet, but this was early AOL, so maybe not five ninety five. Well, ninety five ninety six around there, I believe. We. I would go look for the cheats, and I know, I know, bad, bad, bad. I was young and I was naive, but you know, okay, let me back up a bit. Uh-huh. When I was thirteen, my aunt sent me a bunch of old computer games that she didn't want anymore. Um, there was, let's see, there was Monkey Island One and Two, which became ultimate favorites of mine. There was also The Colonel's Bequest, Jeopardy, um. A bunch of Hoyle games, which were like, they had different card games, where they had like different faces from different games in them of theirs. Uh, there was this game called Heroes Quest, I love, that can never find. There was two of the King's Quest games. Uh, the Perils of Rosella, I remember specifically, was one of them, which I think was four. Um, and there was another one of the King's Quest games. You'll know them, they were just recently released one on Steam. So, um, where they're driving, like, what was it, capybaras or something? They're riding ca- capybaras, you know, as, you know, horses and their mounts. Uh, she's essentially talking about the, this, I guess you'd call it the reboot of the King's Quest series, but it's essentially telling you the prequel story of, you know, the yeah. ma- original main character. The original King's Quest, by the way, hard as hell. Like, you had to click on the very, very, very specific spot or it went and work, which is part of the reason I went to cheats on those, because I was going, I have to be doing this right. There's, there can't be another way. Not just that, then you also have to get... You have there's times in that game where you have to get it just right, or else you're going to end up losing the game. Yeah. So, um, but you know that's old Sierra games. That's just how they were. Yeah, but they were still awesome. Uh, so I went from Nintendo to the Sierra games. Somewhere in between there, I got the Game Boy and the Super Nintendo. Um, a little bit after that, my brother he got the Nintendo 64 for Christmas or his birthday one year. Um, a few years later, not a few, but like some, a little while later, my dad and my brother got the Xbox as a joint Christmas gift. My dad still plays the Xbox to this day. He, mm-hmm. He's happy with the one console. <laughs> uh, my brother has a 64 at home. Uh, I've since gotten a few of the newer consoles, the Wii, the uh, Game Boy DS, Game Boy Advance, uh, 3DS. Um, there's a few other ones there as well, uh, but some newer ones, but... Really, those aren't history. Uh, I'll probably get into more of those later when I talk about specific games from the systems. But, yeah, that is my history of gaming. It's just something I grew up with and I really enjoyed. And, you know, it's something I like to talk about. I, I will freely admit I may not be the best of the games, but you don't have to be the best as long as you're having fun. Mm-hmm. Always uh, a good idea. Uh, so now that my ramble's done, let's hear a little bit about the Laps Geek AJs. All right, so my history of gaming tends to run a little deeper than hers because I was a nerd through and through from the beginning. My dad raised me to be a nerd 
he was a nerd himself, as a nerd is a nerd is a nerd. So, my first console that I owned was, as I said earlier, the Nintendo Entertainment System. It was a gift from Santa, as many kids had those years. Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, first game, of course, was the one that was packed in with it, Mario, Mario Brothers slash Duck Hunt. Awesome game. Yep, it, it was the action set, the one that came with the zap, the orange zapper and whatnot. Your zapper was my zapper was gray for some reason. Well, you, that's because you got one of the earlier consoles before they switched it to the orange to make it look less like a gun. <coughs> Pussies. Nah, a little bit, but you know, it's just kind of how toys even were running back then. True. So, but um, we had back when I was a kid, we got one game a year at the most because you know video games were expensive and we were. They were a lot more expensive. True. Take Take a look. Uh, if you ever get a chance, go take a look at what the original retail price of some of the Super Nintendo games were. Some of those were over $100 each. True. And that's you know, that was just basic retail price. That's not, oh my God, eBay price, people want it now. That was just, hey, we're selling this in the store. It's $120. You want it or not? Yeah. So, anyway... Um, like I said, we only got like one or two games a year and I, you know, I got incredibly lucky that a lot of my early games were very good and well-known games. Uh, one of my first games other than Mario, Mario, um, was probably Zelda, the original Zelda. Um, my grandmother got it for me because she went off a recommendation off of someone in a store and every, every day of my life I want to go... I wish I could go back to that time and look at that guy in the face and say, thank you for making a good recommendation. You weren't just some guy working at a store that didn't care about his job. And then there, you know, there, it's not then from then on, we went on, we got a few of the old Capcom made Disney games. Um, first one was Mickey Mouse Capade. Awesome game. If you've never played it, is it on virtual console? I don't know if it is on virtual console. It's a Capcom game, so maybe not. Yeah, but if you ever have the chance to play it, definitely check it out. You will it, enjoy it. It's a fun game. It's frustrating as all hell. It's got, it's got some really wonky hit detection, but you know, I have a soft spot. We both have soft spots for it because they were ga the games we played when we were little kids. Yeah. Um, from then on, we also got you know Chippendale Rescue Rangers, one of my favorite games of all time. However, I haven't gotten to play it for years because, you know, my copy got stolen when I was a kid. It's just one of those things that happens. You learn not to lend out games to people. Everyone I know, my brother, me, we all have that one game, at least one game that we remember, that we traded to a friend and then it disappeared. Yep. It's, it's part of growing up. Yep. It was just something in our generation that happened that we had to learn how to deal with. We, that's why a lot of us don't like the whole idea of giving our games away to people now. Um, so, uh, then, you know, you go on from there, a couple, a couple more games, um, I'd played Zelda 2 at friends' houses, I would play other stuff, you know, I'd play like Tailspin when we ran it from the video store, Mega Man 3, one of my favorite Mega Mans ever because it was the first Mega Man I played. Go ahead. I was gonna say, video store, do you remember how much fun that was? Go oh, going to a video store? Oh, yeah. And renting the video game. Yeah, oh, but you, but in my family, renting a video game was kind of a taboo because it cost so much to rent a video game over a VHS back then. Oh, it definitely did. It was, it was something my family reserved for special occasions as well. Mm -hmm. 
I think we, I tend to look at it more as if either I think it's going to be a really quick play or we want to see if it's worth, or it's expensive and we want to see if it's worth the money. Because mm -hmm. there's no point in buying the game if it's not going to be worth the money. Right. And then, you know, continuing that, you know, that run, one of my favorite, absolute favorite and all-time favorite video games uh, that I had for the system was DuckTales. Uh, DuckTales, one of the best games ever. Uh, I beat it when I was a kid. I could never beat it at a, I could never, I never knew about the alternate endings or anything like that. Never knew how, you know, when you got over a certain amount, you got a good ending. When you got under a certain, when you got, when the game was zero dollars, you got a bad ending. Never knew that, but still enjoyed the game. Uh, still fun to this day to play, to tell you the truth. It is, and you can play it now. Um, it's, they released it on the Wii and the Xbox 360 and probably PlayStation for all uh, I know. They, they released the remastered edition. The remastered. With, so it's not the same game. It, it really isn't. But, you know, it uh, it has a lot of the same feel, just not everything. Uh, then from there on, we go on to uh, one of my first actual, my purchases, which was uh, saving up my money for Christmas and birthdays, and I got myself a Super Nintendo. One of my, that is, again, another one of my favorite consoles. Not, you know, the favorite, but it is one of my favorite consoles. I have so many great memories of that system. It was the console that introduced me to the RPG. Um, uh, first game, of course, as everyone's was, because remember, this is back when systems came packed in with games as a normal A thing. decent game, too. Not this, not to say Wii Sports isn't decent, but... Wii Sports is a tech demo. Yeah. That's all it is. Um, it's a fun tech demo. Yeah. But it's a tech demo nonetheless. Uh, so, I er, I played, you know, I had my Super Nintendo. I didn't have very many games for the Super Nintendo over the years. Uh, my top games that I played on that system I had was um, Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, Mario Kart, uh... I also played, oh, whoa. my dad and I really, truly enjoyed playing uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts together. We, can, we never beat the game. I never had beat that game because of that bullshit ending where you had to go back to the beginning and play again and using on, and keeping the shield. Or whatever it was, the orb or something like that. And that in the Super Nintendo one, it was the orb, I think. In the original um, NES one, it was a shield. And then you had to beat the boss with that item. Anyway, then there's also other, quite a few great games out there that I played. Uh, none that I can remember right off the top of my head. Uh, also used to, um, the only one that's coming, coming to mind right now is the, uh, oh, what is it? Um, cannot think of the name. Oh. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Uh, got that for Christmas present. It was one of the few, you, I guess you could consider flops of my childhood. But, I mean, I still love the game nonetheless. But, I mean, the game came with a freaking atlas. So, <laughs> take with that what you will. Yeah. Did you ever play Paperboy? Uh, not really, Point games were never really my big thing. The only one that I, the only point game I really played that I enjoyed a lot, was uh, was one of the old rare games, Snake Rattle and Roll. Okay. How about a Link to the Past? I didn't own a Link to the Past on the NES. I only played it later on through some friends. Okay. And even then, it was not. Back then, I mean, I 
I didn't have the attention span for a Zelda game. When I was a little kid, yeah, I had the attention span. I don't know why, but as a as a tween and preteen, I didn't have the attention span for those long, long games. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so there's a few other things that I really enjoyed pl- playing, but, you know, I'll get into that in another time. Uh, I'll probably cover it in a segment saying games I never should have let people borrow. Um, <laughs> Could that be a sore spot? Oh, it's a little bit of a sore spot. Um, and then I already told you the story about how I got my my Nintendo 64. Now, by saying this, you think I'd be a Nintendo fanboy because I'm just going on about all my Nintendo systems. No, those were just my first systems. Somewhere in between my N- Super Nintendo and getting my Nintendo Nintendo 64... Um, my mom had bought me a Genesis. Uh, I had a few games for Genesis, Road Rash, uh, Street Fighter 2, stuff like that. Um, never really was a huge Genesis player. I, I did, however, get one year get the 32X, and I got Star Wars Trilogy right around when the uh, Star Wars Remastered Editions came out into theaters. And I played the living crap out of that one. And I learned way too much about Star Wars Universe because of that. (laughs) So, um, from then on, I actually, before I got my 64, I had saved up some money and I ended up at my local used game store, bought a Sega Saturn. Uh, There were some real problems with the Sega Saturn, the way it launched, how it was built... But there are still a few games that I absolutely love on there. One of them being Shining Force 3. I have fond memories of it, although I never could play it for very long because I didn't know how to how to use the memory pack in the, in the damn thing. So I could never save my game. So, yeah, I'd, I'd get to this mountain part of the game, have to turn it off and lose my game. and So, yeah. I had a very short experience with the Sega Saturn, as much as I did love it. I would still love to get it again at some point, but they're probably outrageously priced. Probably, and if you could find one, still find the decent games, since they were CD-ROM based. And finding one that works, because if I remember correctly, they were so shoddily made, they are about as bad as the Atari Jaguar. Um, anyway, so we go on, from then on, we go into the Nintendo 64. Uh, like I said, Nintendo 64, first game I got was Mario Kart. Loved that game. Played it with my sister all the time. Then it was Blast Corps. A few other different games. Um, I played... This is back when I was hitting to be a teenager. So I played... I bought WCW NWO Revenge. Because wrestling was the big thing at the time. And I I still love wrestling to an extent. You know. I do pay for the network. But, you know. I... The thing is... That game holds a special place in my heart. It always will. I I got so much entertainment out of that game. It's not even funny. Uh, we continue from there, and then from that from that point on, I go I go through high school. Um, I kind of I I play some games. I get a PlayStation Two at one point. First game on that being um, the Metal Gear Solid Two: Sons of Liberty. Uh, fantastic game. I actually really enjoyed the twist that a lot of people hated at the, hated at the time, because you know I was a bit of a weeaboo, um, <laughs> and I liked the whole Raiden character. Uh, so I played through that game. Um, then you know that was right around the time. Oh, I also got a PlayStation at some point. 
and I played through a lot, a lot of RPGs. You know, played through the Final Fantasy series, um, Legends of Lagaya, Legend of Dragoon, stuff like that. Those were some of my favorite games back then. Um, like I said, then I got on the PlayStation 2, got some of those games, Kingdom Hearts, and then from about 94, not 94, 2004 or so on, I kind of dropped off the face of the earth with playing, um, just keeping up with video games all the time and every time. Because uh, I couldn't afford it, I was, you know trying to do my own thing. I was trying to survive. I was also helping to take care of my grandparents. Uh, and, you know, it's just wasn't until probably six years ago, right around 2009, 2010, I really started to get back into, th into things again and del delve real deep. Um, but that's part of the reason why they call me the, lac the lapsed geek is because I'm, a, I'm kind of a lapsed geek. There's a lot, there's a good period of time where I just didn't see a lot of the movies, didn't play a lot of the games, partially because I could, partly because I couldn't afford all the newer consoles and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I do talk about classic games a lot because I have a lot of memory of classic games. I play a lot of the newer games still now too, but they, of course, you know, aren't, aren't, do not hold that special place in my heart. So, you know, that's generally what I, that's my bit of rambling, my video game past, my video game history. Thank you for sharing with us, AJ. Um, coming up in episodes, you know, is there some specific games you want us to talk, touch on? And in future episodes, why don't you give our listeners a little, t a little bit, uh, just let them know what games you're thinking about doing episodes on. Okay, so there's a few things I am going to talk about. You know, games that I had a particular interest in that I kind of just barely glossed over on here. Um, I'm going to talk about Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is one of my favorite video game series and always had kind of always has been and always will be. It was the reason I used kind of because, you know, I was not aware of Final Fantasy when I had a Super Nintendo. The first RPG I that got me into RPGs was actually Mystic Quest, and I never knew that was a Final Fantasy game until later. Um, technically, it wasn't actually even a... It was kind of a Final Fantasy game, but it was one that was pre-made for America because, the, you know, the Japanese thought Final Fantasy would have been too hard for us. Mm. So, you know... That's part of the reason there, and you know, I'll, I can go into depth with that later on in an episode. Awesome. Um, some episodes are going to come from me. Is I am going to go about the Monkey Island series. I mentioned that earlier as a favorite from uh, the computer games my aunt gave me. Um, mainly the first two. There's actually technically five now, um, but the first two are the are, the best, are my favorites, and I'll go into that. I'm debating doing an episode on Zelda since that's like my series. That's mm -hmm. the one I've played nearly every game on. I mean, I've beaten them all, but I've played them all. It's been a favorite since I was in kindergarten. So I was like five or six. However, I want to make sure I can find something new to say. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see about that one. And I'm also going to touch on a few other classic games as well that I remember that just, you know, mainly more computer games just because those are the ones I have that I have something new to say, I think. <laughs> so with all that said, I'd like to thank everyone for listening today. Um, we will be back on Saturday with a new episode. Um, and so I can't wait till then. If you do have any suggestions for video games or movies for us to talk about, please leave a comment at the blog post at nonoms.net. Um, as well, I want to thank all of our fellow podcasters for giving me those lovely promos to play. 
If you've listened to me, you've listened to them, but you need something else, check out audibletrial.com slash SMP. That's audibletrial.com slash SMP. You get a free 30-day trial. You won't regret it, and there's more details on that page. And, of course, if you like this podcast even a little bit, why not considering donating even just a dollar be through Patreon or Podbean? There is a link at our tip jar at nonoms.net. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and... We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.